0: Angie and Janelle Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's.
1: All those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio, which is free in the app store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Angie, you had a slice of life moment last night with your son Nash.
0: (laughs) Well no, it was like a finally moment really. Uh, I mean, he's six, so he's losing a lot of teeth. Some are here, some are there. We call them summer teeth. Some are here, some are there. Some are gone. Some are (laughs) coming in. And um, he's so he's lost the bottom one first in the front, and then one of his two front teeth at the top and then the other one has been hanging on all summer
2: just like wiggling away it's
0: so wiggly but it wouldn't come and he and he for some reason didn't want anyone to pull this one tooth out the first two were fine but it's so it was getting so loose it was sort of half detached on one side but still hanging on oh so because the other front tooth was gone this one kind of like migrated over and took its place as, like, the one single front tooth. Oh, man. (laughs) So we were calling it his redneck tooth (laughs) because it looked like he just had one tooth in the front.
1: Hey, Hey, pretty lady. How are you?
0: So, you know, anytime someone brought up taking this thing out, no, 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 it's going to come out when it's ready. It's going to come out when it's ready. So we didn't, you know, we tried and tried, but we just kind of let it go. Anyway, so yesterday he jumps off the bus and he's running towards me and his tooth is, like, flapping in the wind. <laughs> it's, like, so loose at this point. It's hanging on by a thread. So I'm like, okay, are we finally ready? I'm like, you're just going to drink water, and you're going to swallow this tooth at this point. Exactly.
2: So, and then you get no money from the tooth fairy. Right?
0: You, we need <laughs> You need the proof. So anyway, we went home. He grabbed a tissue. Pop finally took this thing out. But then what I realized is that he has this really weird, like flap of gum like underneath it and i was kind of like is it a root like is it oh is it like a like a weird flesh tooth that's coming in like (laughs) what
2: is this growth
0: so then i'm on the phone with the dentist and i'm like do i need to bring him in they're like no it'll work itself out so anyway he looks a bit off, but, <laughs> um, well, he's great. your kid, yeah, but he's, it's finally out. So anyway, so, uh, did the whole thing, put it beside the bed. So I tiptoed in this morning to say goodbye. Like I do. And, uh, he got some money. Tooth oh. fairy came. Oh, How nice. much did the tooth fairy leave him? He got five bucks. Wow. Yeah. Really?
2: Those big front teeth, they're worth a lot, I guess.
0: Yeah. He only got two for like the small little front tooth, mm-hmm. but the two uh, front teeth, the big ones, he got He got five for the first and five wow. for the
1: second. Wow. Now tell him I, to invest that money.
0: I, I probably would have given him 50 if he l- let me pull that redneck tooth out like a month ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's so funny. Like You'd think he would have been really willing and ready to like bank and like get, get some cash from the tooth fairy. Yeah, but kids
1: and pulling teeth, you know, some kids are like, okay. Pull it and, and take the money out of the kitchen. His sister like, no.
0: pulled his first two teeth and he had no problem with that. But then, like this one, for some reason, he just he felt like it wasn't ready and he yeah. wanted nobody to touch it and then he pulled it out himself. So.
2: Aren't you happy that um, you're not going to get. School pictures back with this scraggly tooth sticking in the front
0: I'm so happy that that (laughs) tooth is gone before school photos. I can't even tell you. I mean, the last little while he's been smiling like closed mouth. But then last (laughs) night I was like, no, no, we need to take the photo now. Like, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth photo. And then, like, I'm looking and it looks like he's missing the four front teeth at this point. Because, you know, the other little one is so small. And I'm like, you look like uh, Borowiecki. <laughs> like you look like uh, a hockey yeah. player at this point. <laughs> you look like a senator. So, anyways, everyone's like, yeah, he's got his hockey player Keep your face going. So, five bucks is a little cheap,
1: if you ask me. You should talk to the tooth fairy and say, hey, you got up your game.
0: But I thought that was a lot. I thought that was a lot too. He's six years I-
1: old. Give at least ten.
0: Well, our wow. talk is very <laughs> economical. <laughs> when you think useless, think of stew. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day
2: on Move 100. Now,
1: if your last name is closer to the end of the alphabet, you know what happens? What? You're more likely to be an impulse spender.
0: Mm. Well, you guys are after me, so
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think that's that doesn't apply for, me. for you. <laughs> no, I'm not an impulse spender at all.
1: Mm. Stu is am. yes, mm.
0: Mm.
2: and she actually what is it? Just the first
0: letter of your uh, last name.
1: So uh, your last name is closer to the end of the alphabet. You're more likely to be an impulse spender, mm. and I know that rings true for me.
2: Mm. Yeah, we have the same last letter on our last name and it's not true for me at all <laughs> <laughs> it's but, a 50 50 chance it's correct yeah. <laughs> useless fact busted <laughs> if your last name
0: is wilson you're in trouble <laughs> uh, yeah exactly
2: yeah. Uh, okay
0: i wonder where they get that or why that is
1: well people like me have no sense of self-control <laughs> no i know when... but
0: why, why would the it, letter like why would it matter, like, matter, what, your would it matter is? what your name uh, is? I, I don't know I, like I, that's what i'd like to know all right, yeah. uh, what,
1: do you, what do you think of that fact?
0: Yeah, I can only
2: give it, like, a one. Oh, It's, really? not, true. One? it's not true for me. It, it's not true.
0: Yeah, I want to know why. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to know why. Like, why is your name associated to more spending just because it's an ass? I don't
1: question everything. I just, I, <laughs> so, I go along with it.
0: <laughs> He's blind to the world. Uh, I'm going to give it, uh, I just don't think it's factual. I'm going to give it, like, a Four.
1: Oh, God. This is the worst score you guys have ever given me. Yeah, well.
0: I want to know. Like, All why? Right. To the
1: good listener we go. From Bitterman and his wife. Bitterman gives me a two.
2: Oh, so Busted. A lower.
1: Busted. And the wife gives me an eight. Uh, oh, thank you very much.
2: Mine should start with a Z then. I guess we got an, <laughs> an impulsive spender over there. We got a
0: spender. Uh, uh, Sassy Kathy uh, is giving it a nine. So there Thank you. you go. That's why
1: she's in the Hall of Fame.
2: Right. That's right. Inducted yesterday. The country bumpkins give it a Z. I'm
1: ah. not. <laughs> hey, 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 You guys are being funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're
2: being oh, har,
0: funny. Har, har, har. We're just reading the scores. Bosch Traveler, I'm sorry, Stu, but I have to disagree as I am not one. And I have to give you a five.
1: Uh, Stewart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama a 10. Thank you, Mother.
2: Mm-hmm. What happens if their last name is at the beginning of the alphabet and they marry someone closer to the end of the alphabet? Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. really useless and factless. Five out of ten from <laughs> Diva <Deepa> Cloud. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't end in divorce. <laughs> uh, Sleepy Lee's
0: uh, ten. I'm reading this on the fact that it is a totally useless fact, Thank but you. I also totally call it BS.
2: Well, then it's not a fact. <laughs> That's the thing. It's not but a it's fact. useless.
1: It's Ugh. a fact according to my my books. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fact according to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. More, more farting uh, facts tomorrow. <laughs>
2: Those didn't go over <laughs> well either. Move
0: mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move oh, 100.
2: What's trending?
0: Well, today happens to be Prince Harry's birthday. Mm-hmm. How old is oh. he? Oh. How old is he? I was just going to look that up. Uh, 38. He is 38 now. Uh, What a way to celebrate your birthday. Uh, Yesterday, of course, was the incredible procession of the Queen's casket from Buckingham Palace making its final trip to Westminster. And I've only seen the recap this morning of some of the visuals of that. You, like, I mean, every report is saying it, but you can see how this has been planned and meticulously orchestrated and coordinated for years waiting for this moment. Yeah. Everything was to, like, timing, marching, sounds, movements, everything. It was quite uh, the thing to watch. And one of the things that people noted yesterday, of course, as you know, the procession followed uh, her casket was that, obviously, uh, you know, her children were walking behind her, and then behind them would, you know, Prince William, Harry, the grandchildren, but uh, they were all wearing their military dress, except for Prince Andrew Mm -hmm. and Prince Harry, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people took a lot of issue with that, because, I mean, he... Uh, you know, he's entitled to wear his uniform, whether he's a working royal or not. He served. He yeah. served. And he's one of the yeah. only ones who I know. served. I mean, Prince Charles, William, they're wearing their their military garb, but he was the one who actually served for ten years in the army. He rose to the rank of captain. He undertook two tours of Afghanistan, and yet he was not permitted to wear his yeah. military dress. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, which was a little bit ridiculous. The other thing that many people noted is that they were all so uh king charles i keep saying prince charles it just rolls <laughs> king charles uh prince william and uh princess anne they were all uh permitted to do the royal salute to the coffin right and harry and andrew were not permitted to do that it's so, like you can't even compare the two so no. while <laughs> while they're standing in the photograph imagine this while they're standing there at salute harry and andrew our hands crossed in front of them, looking down, and yeah. that's all they were allowed to do. It almost looks like they're in a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, things like that, that you just see, like, everything in this firm is so Messed organized yeah. and done in such a different way. But, you know, a lot of people took issue with the fact that he wasn't allowed to wear his his military garb. But, um, yeah, so uh, that was interesting to see, so... Uh, it would have been
1: interesting if Harry had actually gone rogue and actually saluted. Them. Well,
0: the, uh, yeah, the other thing that everybody in the British media took issue with is after uh, they were leaving the church or entering the church, Harry and Meghan were holding hands and they were having none of that. Like what? Why can't it's inappropriate to show affection? It's inappropriate. It's disrespectful. Blah blah blah.
2: It's ridiculous. And then
0: one of my favorite things was seeing the photos of Harry walking behind Princess Diana's casket when he was just a Mm -hmm. little boy, having to make that you know march at twelve years old, right? You know. emotional as he was be on parade and on display like that yeah and they said you know i'm glad this time he has someone to hold his hand exactly. and support him yeah and people try to tear it down like it's them trying to showboat or you know look at us they are just a couple who just want to support each other as a yeah. team yeah. yeah unbelievable how they make this narrative up and that's what's trending <laughs> Stunt man's due. Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move One Hundred. Okay, rule number one is you have to be able to laugh at yourself because some, sometimes it's the only way we will cope through some trying situations. And BuzzFeed recently asked people this question. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done? Mm. (laughs) And they garnered some pretty hilarious responses. We've been asking you the same question this morning because we're laughing at your expense. We're going to get to some of your answers, but first we're going to throw our own selves on the sword. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done? Uh, How much time do we have for (laughs) Stu?
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Back in the late 90s, I'm living uh, in my apartment alone, and I injured my knee doing something stupid. And I went to get that cream that you you put on your knee to that
2: uh, icy hot stuff or something yeah. like that yeah or the Ben Gay like <laughs> the Ben Ben-Gay. <Yeah>, Ben-Gay. <laughs> and I
1: rubbed it all over my knee and then I went to pee and then I'm holding my my junk oh, and oh it got my. all over my, oh, my God. and I because I didn't wash my hands oh. and that was a scary night highly it medicated. was not fun. <laughs>
0: It was not fun. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Doctor? There was this is what this happened is to before Go,
1: this is before Google. You couldn't like there was Ask Jeeves. So I'm online like Ask Jeeves. I burn my junk. What do I do? <laughs> there wasn't anybody you could call back then. <laughs>
0: I I, 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 I would (laughs) (laughs) would love you to call telehealth. What happens if it's burning when I pee?
2: Yes. (laughs) It hurts. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Well, um, that's going to be hard to top. Mm. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Years ago when I was trying to go to... uh, I was going to a concert and... My brother decided that he wanted to come last minute, so we only had, uh, I think there was four of us, and we only had two tickets, and so we were like, ah, forget about buying tickets, here's what we'll do, we'll get that wristband, we'll just make sure they put it on nice and loose, and then we'll slide it off, we'll slide it to the other person on the other side yep. of the fence, and mm. they'll get in. Yeah. Well, the wristbands were on way too tight, so that plan was not going to work, so instead I decided to jump over the fence, got my pants caught in the fence. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got the top Wedgie of yourself. It. No, ripped the pants. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, got in and um, enjoyed the concert, but like had a huge, huge rip in my jeans like the whole night. <laughs> well, people pay for that now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. In fashion. hundred percent they do. But it's not the nicest fashionable look. But uh, it worked. Easy breezy. Uh, yeah, easy breezy. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, I will never ever live this one down. And in fact, one of our move listeners uh, witnessed this highlight of my life, <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever done. So I was heading up to my friend's cottage in Calabogie, and I was following the gps i hadn't been there in a lot of years so i couldn't remember exactly where it was so the gps told me to turn right and i look and it's like looks like a bit of a cottage road like a bit secluded taking right. into the trees and i do remember her cottage is off the beaten path like that so i turn right so i'm going i'm like yeah this is really rocky in here and then it's going up And it's going up, and I'm climbing a hill in my little car, and I'm going, and I'm going. And then, like, the road is so narrow... It, like I'm second guessing what I'm doing but it's too late for me to reverse and get out of it because it's <laughs> so narrow and I'm in all the trees so I keep going forward. Of course and you do. I'm hitting boulders and I'm going forward and I'm climbing higher and higher. I'm now at the top of a mountain in <laughs> Calabogie <laughs> and I run into this woman, God bless her, who is our listener and she recognized me. Thank God. Um, the, uh... the worst time to be recognized. And she's like, "Um, what are you Doing? what are you doing up here yeah. <laughs> in your car she's walking with trail like uh <laughs> poles you know like those poles you're on a yeah. hiking trail i was yeah. on a, an atv hiking trail <laughs> and she's like no, no 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 you can't go back but uh, going forward is going to be very difficult for you there is a small trail but you're going to have to go very slow like you're going to bottom out whatever so oh. anyway she tells me how to get out so i keep going forward i pass this like I think it's like a hunt camp. These like t- tiny little cabins in the woods where all of these guys were gathered. It looked like hey, it was what, like a... What, what's a, going on? Like a bachelor party or something. Yeah. And they all got up there on ATVs. Yeah, of course. And then I just watched <laughs> them all standing there with their beers and they all turned their heads to the left slowly looking like, <laughs> why is there a car up here? The entertainment's <laughs> arrived. <laughs> I was just kind of like nod my head, like looking down and keep going. I... um finally got out of there. I was calling my friends. i like, I don't know where I am. I'm like at the top of a mountain. <laughs> I'm in the trees. And they how they howled at me the rest of the night. Like, I don't know how my car is still. Yeah, standing. you're
2: lucky you didn't ruin your car. Because yeah. like, if it was an SUV, maybe that yeah. would have been feasible. But like,
0: no. Unbelievable. I, I wish I had photos to show you the trail that I was on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust your GPS, folks. Nope. All right. So, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done? Oh, my gosh. Some of you have some stories that are some doozies. We want to
2: hear about it. Give us a call, 750 1100 or text to ten zero thirty. at 10 We can all feel a little better about ourselves this morning as we share the dumbest things that we've ever done and <laughs> uh, we're trying to outdo ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, you have out done yourselves with some of these (laughs) stories.
0: Uh, I like Steph's. She said, well, not really me, but my sister. When they were kids, they were playing in the barn and her sister wanted to try stepping on a pitchfork to see if it would flip up. You know, like it does in the cartoons? Oh, yeah. yeah. You step on a pitchfork, up comes the pole. She goes, well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ignoring my suggestion not to try it, her sister stomped on the end super hard. The handle flew up, knocked her out cold. Ooh. She had to run to the farmer's wife for help. By the time they got back, her sister had a huge egg on her forehead <laughs> and was just coming to.
2: <laughs> Don't do that. Holy jeez. Uh, <laughs> Don't try that at home. The cartoon. Don't lie. Hmm. Uh,
1: You ever done this? Angel posted on her Facebook page I took the bus home from work. When I got home, someone had stolen my car. Turns out the thief was me because you guessed it, it I
0: had driven it to work.
2: (gasps) How do you forget that you drove your own car to work? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it happens. (laughs) You go through the mundane of every day, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is hilarious. So Stephanie was on a trip to Paris years ago. She went to the Eiffel Tower. She walked all the stairs up to the first deck, circled around three times, walked all the stairs up to the second deck, circled around three times, and stopped while she was there looking out at the city. She said in the most annoying voice ever, Why can't I see the Eiffel Tower? (gasps) they say you can see it anywhere in this city. <laughs> There's no idea. Doesn't even realize what she's just said. And Jeez. she said she got all the way down the 647 stairs to get back to the ground and realize what she said.
0: <laughs> she was on the Eiffel Tower. That, that's a little dumb. Uh, okay. That's <laughs> a lot dumb. That's that <laughs> that's a lot of dumb. Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100.
2: What's trending?
0: Well, the people of Toronto are about to get a cool and fast new upgrade, a way to get around. In fact, you can get from Toronto's waterfront all the way to St. Catharines in just half an hour. How? That is a trip that usually takes around two to three hours by car with traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Toronto is getting high-speed hovercrafts. Oh,
1: very cool. That
0: will travel to the Niagara region. So they're planning to make up to 48 lake crossings a day. That's a lot. Holy smokes. Using two of their hovercrafts. So they'll take up to 180 passengers for each trip. You can't bring your car on it. It's not a ferry. Yeah, It's a passenger thing. But they are the first of their kind in North America, and they are weatherproof. You sit inside and they can travel over water, land, ice, so they'll operate year-round.
2: Holy smokes, that yeah. sounds so cool.
1: They're so get, cool. We get that in Ottawa, down the Rideau Canal? Yeah,
2: just <laughs>
0: to get no one back? Yeah. In the morning commute? That'd be pretty epic. Just boycott the bridge. So, Jimmy Kimmel, we were talking about this story yesterday. He got a lot of flack after the Emmys. Uh, and just in case you missed the story, um, people thought that he uh, stole the spotlight from one of the winners, Quinta Brunson, after she won her first-ever Emmy She's a writer on the show, um, Abbott Elementary. And uh, so right before she won, they were doing a bit, he and Will Arnett, pretending that Kimmel was getting drunk backstage because he had lost his category. And then they came out, he pretended to be holding him up, and then Kimmel laid down on the stage and pretended to be passed out. But he stayed there on the stage, laying down, even while she was coming up to accept her award. She had to step over him. And people thought he stole her moment, because mm-hmm. he stole the attention away from from her in her moment, he's just lying there. So, he had her on as a guest on his show last night, and as she should, she crashed his opening monologue.
1: So, you know how when you win an Emmy, you only have 45 seconds to do an acceptance speech, which
0: is like not that much time? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And then someone does like, you get less time because someone does a dumb comedy bit that goes on a bit too long? You know, I have heard of that happening right. in,
1: yeah, in previous years, yeah, right. yeah I have. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I was wondering or more, you know, demanding if I could th- you know, I have a couple of extra minutes to think. You know, a couple of extra people oh, to I didn't thank get some to people on Monday night. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yes, okay. take all the time you okay. like. I'll thank go stand back <laughs> here. <laughs> so he gave her the time, the rest of his monologue, so she could thank all the people she wasn't able to thank because he stole some of her time. So after that, though, they did a big sit-down interview and they talked the whole thing out. And he did take his moment to publicly apologize. Mm-hmm. And then people got upset. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, "I." St- stole your moment, mm-hmm. and um, and maybe I did. And I'm very sorry if I did do that. I'm sorry I did do that, actually. And also, the last thing I would ever want to do is upset you, because I think so much of you. And um, and I, you know, I think you know that. I hope you know that. I do. Well, Jimmy, let me just say thank you. It is very kind of you to say that. I honestly was in such a moment of just having a good time. Like, I won my first Emmy. I was up there, like, right. you know, happy. His voice almost sounds a little bit quivery there, right? Like yeah. he's like emotional, like he really feels bad about that.
2: Yeah, and well, I mean, like that means it's a sincere p- apology. But right. I totally. also think that it's interesting that she didn't think anything of it, and like, yeah. it, it's it's the public's perception right. that you know made this happen. Yeah,
0: she was just in the euphoria of the moment, but uh, as she's been asked about it umpteen times after it happened, she's like, you know what, at this point I want to take all the focus off Kimmel and back to the fact that I won an Emmy and that our show is amazing and that Abbott Elementary returns September 21st for season two, (laughs) go watch it. (laughs) So there you go, something to put on your radar. And that's What's Trending brought to you by DeFalco for Brewers and Winemakers.
1: It's time. Are you ready?
2: Word Wars on Move 100.
0: All right, all right, all right. Janelle,
1: who's made the cut?
2: Uh, We have Chantel and Linda on the line this morning. And um, Angie won yesterday. So Stu, you and Linda will play first this morning.
1: That is correct. Good morning, Linda. Morning. Let's do this. Choice of categories, Janelle.
2: Well, thank you to Lindsay from Barhaven for sending in our categories this morning. Really? (laughs) Yes. Eesh. We have words with double E or words with double T. Oh, I like
1: these actually. Which do you like, Linda? Uh,
2: words with double E, I think.
1: All right, three, two, one. You drink it this first thing in the morning. It's not tea. It's coffee. Yes, you're uh, at work. You're in a group, which which is, um, in a big group. What what are you in? A meeting. Okay, skip it. Uh, this is the type of vehicle. It's not a Bronco. It's uh, it's, it's a Chrysler. Okay. Uh, in hockey, you have one of these guys in, uh, with a striped jersey calling. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, you're going to play this in the summer. You're going to throw a little disc around. What is it called? Ah. Frisbee. Uh,
2: unfortunately, after the buzzer, uh, you guys got caught up on committee yeah. and mm. Jeep. Mm. So, you guys go too. We'll see how that holds up.
0: All right. We're going to go over to the other line. And this is Chantel. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. On my way to work. Ah, <laughs> wow. Well, <a> <laughs> try to win a little something on the way to work today. Yeah, yeah, something.
2: We'll see. Okay. So, our category is words with double T. T. Okay.
0: Double, double T. T. All right. Yep. Here we go. Not margarine, but. Water. And golf, you play mini... Putting. Uh, well, yeah, but mini what? Mini... Not... Mini, mini golf? Mini... No, 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 I know, but just shorten that. Mini what? Oh, mini golf. No, okay. Mini putt. Yes, thank you. Uh, you write someone a... Uh... Letter. Yes, uh, and if it's not good, it's even Bad. what? No, it's even... It's... better. Yes, good. Uh, something that tastes sour. Ooh, it's very... Uh, sweet. No, but it's not sweet. It's very... Opposite, bitter, get bitter.
2: Get ah, uh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't know. Good <laughs> job. Oh my God, I even heard.
1: Yeah, oh my you got my it though. God. Good job. Could we ban Lindsay from now on from sending categories? No, you She's such a street killer. Like anytime <laughs> I had a, I have a shot, I. I lose. a street killer, but, but
0: you, you, didn't you didn't have a street. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a street.
2: You know what but, I'm trying to say. But, 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 but. But, but, but. <laughs> All right, tell Chantel what she's what. Chantel, we're sending you to the movies. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two landmark cinemas for movie Yay. lovers.
0: Ooh, thank you very Have a
2: great day. You too. Stuntman's due. Angie and Janelle.
0: Ottawa's Move 100.
1: What are
2: some of the best perks or freebies that you've ever encountered when you've been out at a hotel? Because I guarantee you, it does not top what this hotel has decided to do in Japan. They are giving the people who spend a night there their own tap in the room. Like a beer tap. You've got a keg in the room. You can pour yourself as many beers as you want. And when I say as many as you want, I I truly do mean that because it's all worked into the cost. They uh, will give you about 17 pints per night for free when you stay at this hotel. Wow.
1: That's a lot of beer.
2: 17 pints. That is insane. (laughs) For one
0: night. That's a good party. Whoa. Yeah. We
1: would drink 17 pints alone.
2: Well, that's just your allowance. I mean, maybe you're going to have some friends to your room. Exactly. Know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You have a couple of people staying there, a typical hotel room. You can easily sleep four people, 17 pints between four people. That, yeah. That's a more reasonable amount. <laughs> right? That's a
0: good night, says Janelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you could have unlimited anything or like a perk like that in your room, what would it be? Chips. <laughs> just, I'm limited,
1: unlimited am bags of chips, potato 17 chips. 17 bags of
0: chips? Totally.
1: <laughs> give me sour cream and onion. Give me barbecue. Give me regular. Give me some dips. I'll eat that all night long.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with just, like, room service. Like, so my favorite thing about staying in a hotel is just putting on the bathrobe, getting into bed, and, like, eating food in bed. I love <laughs> yeah. that because it's, like amazing mm-hmm. and i think that i would like my hotel to be almost like they operate an all-inclusive resort like at any time you can call and get whatever food you want from the buffet at like any time. so yeah. if i wake up at 2 a.m and i want pizza i can get that if i but wake up at 4 a.m and i want ice cream i can get that
1: <laughs> the only problem is you have to wait for that food Nah. Depending on the hotel, you have to wait.
0: They bring it up pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't care. I'll speedy. wait for it. If they're going to bring it to me <laughs> can... endlessly, it's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I can't pick alcohol, because I do think that there's like an unlimited amount of alcohol <laughs> would be fantastic in a, in a hotel room, I'm going to go with like, you know. okay, so we get samples right now when you go to a hotel. You get the little like soaps and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But I want like an unlimited amount of like samples for all things like makeup samples, skincare samples, like shampoos and like all of those little tiny things Mm -hmm. because I love how cute they are. I love the sample size bottle. (laughs) Yeah. And when it's
0: the good stuff, you know, like some hotels have the good stuff. And
2: you know, sometimes they come around, they do room service and they don't restock you.
0: Yeah, I know. you know, so I, I want, always unlimited. hide them I, so they have to restock me because <laughs> yeah. if there's half a bottle, they'll think, oh no, she's going to use the other yeah. half of the bottle. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. I finished that one; it's all gone. I need another one, please. Exactly. <laughs> so I want like
2: unlimited. It's like I just want to be able to take a home an entire suitcase full of samples.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. I like it. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, when the name Nick Cannon is trending, you kind of know what's up. <laughs> so Mariah Carey's ex-husband and baby daddy, Nick Cannon, is a dad again. This is crazy. How many
1: kids now? Is it like 12? Oh, I'll
0: tell you. Hang on. Wait for it. So yesterday he announced uh, that he and former Price is Right model, Lanisha Cole, welcome to baby girl, they named her Onyx Ice. He's okay. like crazy what? names for his kids. Like they're named like golden Saigon and precious queen and like all these like really interesting names. So he wrote a lengthy caption though, with the photo of the baby and he said, I promise to love this little girl with all my heart, regardless of what anyone says, I've given up attempting to define myself for the world or society. Please uh, direct all criticism and cynicism towards me, not at the loving and precious mothers of my children. So this comes Uh, With the news that he announced nearly a month ago that he and model Brittany Bell, who he shares two kids with already, already have a baby on the way. That's due in a couple months.
2: (laughs) So So he's just got like three, four women that he's just constantly impregnating and... Six women. Six. Six women
0: uh, and 10 kids will be what he has. So this birth yesterday is baby number nine. Uh, the next baby due in a couple months will be baby number 10. And these 10 babies with six different women.
2: Is he in a relationship with any of them?
0: They all have very amicable relationships and, like, friendly and, like, happy and praise each other. But I don't know who he's actually with full time. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a very bizarre situation. So I got to say, if I'm ever the unfortunate uh, object of a carjacking... I want Chick-fil-A guy in my corner. So this guy has gone super duper viral. And it's crazy because he thwarted a carjacking by like bringing out the most incredible Hollywood style MMA moves on this uh, attempted carjacker. So they say he looked a little bit more like Conor McGregor than the Chick-fil-A guy. (laughs) But this woman was holding a baby, and this guy ran up and took the keys right out of her hand and was, like, running to her car to steal her car. So the woman screamed for help, and then there comes Chick-fil-A employee in his uniform, running, like, jumping over cars, basically gets to the guy, full MMA, puts him to the ground, pins him, subdues him, and, like, just, like dealt with the whole thing. People are like, give nice. him a Hollywood stuntman contract. <laughs> totally. Like, this is crazy. Police showed up on the scene and they were like, major shout out and props, dude. Wow. Like, The video is pretty hilarious, but he's just like, just knocks him right down to the ground. Check fil a guy. Trending. Nice, And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Move mornings with stuntman
2: Stu, Angie and Janelle.
0: Best way to start the day.
2: First thing I turn on in the morning to wake me up. I think it's super funny. I love it. Move 100. If you're a runner, you probably have your typical route that you like to run in your neighborhood, or maybe you alternate between a couple, but that's not the case for one man. He has decided to switch it up, and he wants to run every single street in Ottawa.
0: (laughs) He's already off to a really good start. He, uh, what, like almost 80% of Ottawa already down? Yeah,
2: so he did start this kind of like around when the pandemic hit, and he kind of just kicked this off, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna do a little bit of a different run. So he picked an area in the city, he's from Hintonburg, and he thought, I'll run all the streets in Hintonburg. Then he was like, you know what, I'll run all the streets in old Ottawa, and then I'll run them all in Nepean, and then... (laughs) As he did this, he realized, you know what, I got a good cover I got a good coverage of the city. I might as well run the entire city.
0: I missed him when he was in Canada. Apparently he did all of Canada. He uh has now run ninety two percent of Gloucester.
2: This is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen this guy in Barhaven.
2: Oh yeah. Well, well he isn't maybe, he flew by he hasn't he has got up there yet, maybe. But if you had to guess, like, how many kilometers do you think that this would be with if you ran every single road in the city? And how um, many streets do we have? Yeah.
1: We have uh, just under 10,000 streets. So if I carry the one divided by oh, two.
0: don't pretend you know math.
1: I, no, I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> how much? No clue.
2: So we have eight thousand four hundred and seventy nine streets, which total six thousand five hundred and seventy seven kilometers that stretches from Arnprior to Rockland. Oh my gosh. That he plans to run.
0: So you're wondering how he does this. Well he drives to his location. Oh, okay. oh yeah.
2: So because I mean he has to drive
0: he's in the Kitchisippe area and he has to, you know, drive to these locations and then run them. But he wants to make his money's worth because gas is not cheap so Mm -hmm. he drives to the location and then runs like 20k to try to fit in as many streets as possible basically so like when he runs to canada that he that takes him all the way to dunrobin
2: oh my basically when he goes down
0: (laughs) barnsdale that takes him all the way to Manitic. so he just keeps going he's like forrest gump (laughs)
2: That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. just makes me tired thinking about it. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> me well, too. I mean, he's he's gonna finish. He when is he? I think he's planning to finish like by the end of this year. I think. Wow. He's got like almost seventy percent of Ottawa already done. Apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah. Impressive. It's
0: crazy. You go. What's his name? We gotta get to give him a shout out. Alain Vermette. He's fifty three. You. Alain, go, Alain. You Come go, to my boy. street. Oh my come gosh. to my street, Alain. You go, boy. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your work day. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So, this story is a good example of actions more than words. The founder of Patagonia outdoor apparel brand, Yvonne Chouinard turned his passion for rock climbing into one of the world's most successful sportswear brands. We're all familiar with Patagonia, right? Of course, yeah. mm-hmm. But it all happened kind of by accident. So Yvonne has always said he never wanted to be a businessman. As a rock climbing fanatic, he started out making metal climbing spikes for himself and his friends to wedge into rocks before moving into just clothing that they wanted to wear on their climbs. And that eventually just kind of snowballed into creating. Creating this hugely successful sportswear brand that ended up amassing a cult following So Patagonia was founded back in 1973 and now Yvonne's net worth is around 1.2 billion Whew. the company itself is worth three billion huh. but he has always shied away from his wealthy status and he actually told the New York Times he was, horrified to be seen as a billionaire so now he's doubling down on that and giving it all away so setting a new example in an environmental corporate leadership he the owner of patagonia is giving the entire company away to fight the earth's climate devastation wow a man who loves this planet loves everything about nature loves to climb Is giving it back to nature. So he is giving the entire company a uniquely structured trust and nonprofit uh, sector that's designed to pump all of the company's profits into saving the planet. So the company announced yesterday that all profits in perpetuity, as long as they operate, will go to the mission of saving their planet and tackling climate change. So he, his wife, and their kids all work in the business and they're not shutting down the brand. The company will still operate, but every dollar that's not just reinvested in the company just to keep it running will go towards battling climate change. So they expect with this to contribute about a hundred million dollars a year.
2: Oh if business wild.
1: stays good, which That is Yeah, company I'd like to work for.
2: Business is only going to go up. I mean, more people are going to want to purchase this brand after this.
0: Mm -hmm. So now if you log on to the Patagonia website, as of yesterday when they made this announcement, their website now states, Earth is now our only shareholder.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: pretty epic. Amazing. And great that the whole family was on board. Mm -hmm. You know, they talked about selling the company, but they didn't have any you know real security that the new owner would have the same sort of vision right they talked about you know they weren't about to put it on the public market he's like that's laughable so this was the structure they came up with to make sure that it all went back to the plan.
1: brilliant wow nicely done patagonia cool
0: and that's all the feels on move 100